0: Timeless Leadership is sponsored by Augment, an alternative MBA that's taught by the founders of Wikipedia, Shazam, Waze, YouTube, and more. If you'd like to sidestep the cost and time it takes to get a traditional MBA, consider Augment. It's 100% self-paced, there's more than 60 units to choose from, and you can spend up to 30 minutes a day working toward... Your advanced business degree. Enroll today at augment.org and get your alternative MBA for just 50% off regular program fees by using the code Monty Scholarship at checkout. Monty Scholarship at augment.org. This is Timeless Leadership, where we explore what makes extraordinary people tick. We look for the universal truths that will help make us better versions of ourselves. Hi, it's Scott Monty here at Timeless Leadership, back with another commentary for you. Just a reminder, I'm taking your questions for any kind of business advice or feedback or anything you'd like to share and reading it here on the program. Just email me here at timelesspod at scottmonty.com. And I will read your question. Let's get to it. I think we need to show a little more affection in the world. C.S. Lewis said that affection is responsible for nine-tenths of whatever solid and durable happiness there is in our lives. And I believe that. And I think the world could do with a little less technology. Now, I'm not trying to be a curmudgeon like Dr. Conrad Gessner whose story I told back in episode 55, just the previous episode, when I was talking to Jeff Jarvis. I'm not going to spoil it for you here, but it's in the middle of the episode. So go back and check it out so you understand who Conrad Gessner is. But I think every now and then, well, hopefully more than now than then, it's uh, helpful for us to put down a device and actually talk to a real human being. And yes, I recognize the irony of me saying this to you over a podcast, but bear with me here. I think we've reached a point where people are pleasantly surprised when they're referred to by name or when they receive a personal communication like a handwritten letter. It's counterintuitive since we live and breathe and eat text messages, and PMs, and DMs, and emails, and more. It's nice to step away and do something analog every now and again. But to me, the spirit of personalization and the power of analog are alive and well. They live in the inkwell on my desk, and they're brought to life by the fountain pen collection and stationery that I use, and my typewriter. I make a habit of sending real physical notes to people every week. And hopefully it's keeping the U.S. Postal Service in good stead. That level of effort and that personal touch speaks volumes to those people who are on the receiving end. It's not only something that they receive that's out of the ordinary, but more importantly, it tells them that they matter. I've got a photo I keep, and I'll include it in the show notes here. That's really one of my favorites. It's from over a decade ago, but it represents a gesture, well, that I didn't really think much of at the time. But, as is the case in life, it meant a great deal to the person on the receiving end. That person is Robin Phillips. I met her at an event in Minneapolis, and she noticed a lapel pin I was wearing. Was the Ford logo. And during our conversation, she said, I'd like one too. So I took her card and slipped it into my pocket and just continued on with the conversation. When I arrived back in Detroit, I wrote Robin a short handwritten note, and I threw a pin in the envelope, that little lapel pen, and I sent it to her. And I didn't think much more of it. I thought that's where the story would end. Well, It turns out that the interaction and that simple gesture meant a great deal to Robin. So much so that she took a photo of the letter and the pin, and wrote up her impressions on her website. And I'll quote her here. Okay, it's official. I'm a Scott Monty groupie, have been from our very first conversation. Yeah, yeah, it was Twitter talk. Now, Stop before you roll your eyes again, this is a really good story. Back in August, I had a chance to meet Scott in person. There he was in his white bucks, with the blue Ford logo neatly pinned to his lapel, and well, I said what any good groupie would say, I want a Ford pin. He asked for my card, slipped it into his pocket, and we talked briefly. Scott asked me what I drove. I told him, not a Ford, there was laughter. I'm a frustrated wannabe race car driver. Then he asked the big question. Would you ever consider buying a Ford? And you know what? Here's the truth. I would. Something about knowing someone at Ford made me a sincere fan. I've even found myself defending them on occasion, in one-on-one conversations, and even in large groups. I've grown, well, fond of them. And I can't for the life of me figure out what changed, other than the fact that there's this very real, very approachable, social butterfly type of guy named Scott in the mix. Would my feelings for Ford change if he went away? Dangerously, the answer might be yes. I applaud Ford for putting a person front and center. So many brands are just jumping on the social media bandwagon without a strategy. But Ford has one, and in my humble opinion, they're being pretty true to it. Ford simply wants to, quote, humanize the brand. The second time I've repeated that here because I love the simplicity of that. And because I know this. People trust people. People who make and keep promises. So a pin and a sweet story today. A car tomorrow? Who knows? In the meantime... I will wear my pen proudly and create a little Ford visual buzz along the way. Thanks, Scott. Oh, and you too, Ford. I love that story from Robin. And she had redone her website, so that story disappeared. So I had to go on the Internet Archive machine, the Wayback Machine, to look for it and uh, repeat it for you here. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. We're reminded by St. Jerome from all the way back in 400 AD that love is not to be purchased and affection has no price. And, you know, it's possible to give customers deep discounts or to put contracts in place with expensive influencers, but these are tactical marketing efforts and they're tenuous and Temporary, And there's only so far you can go in reducing your price. And the reason these are temporary is because what you're doing is building a relationship around a transaction. You've purchased a behavior from your customers, and likely a temporary one at that. But what's affection? Typically, it's the way the parent feels toward a child, or maybe the way an owner feels toward a pet. It signifies security and protection and comfort for the one on the receiving end of the affection. And hopefully it allows the recipient to learn and grow. What's behind the absence of affection then? Because affection is unilateral. That is, there's no expectation that affection is returned, And the absence of affection can be viewed as selfish. So when brands are just seeking a transaction, it feels as if they're withholding affection as a condition of you, the customer's action. And when customers, employees, friends, colleagues, family members, when they don't expect to hear from you, that's when that simple gesture matters. Like that simple gesture I made toward Robin. Databases algorithms, other systems can help you remember when it's someone's birthday, and that's awfully helpful. But now we have systems like ChatGPT that'll even help you write the note to them. But affection? Affection comes from the heart, and it begins with the understanding how you'll make someone else feel by thinking of them and then acting on it, ideally with some kind of personal gesture or personal reference to something that has meaning to them. We can teach machines how to learn, how to respond to questions, how to perform mail merges, and how to even anticipate our needs. But we can't teach them to do what it takes to be truly human. That is, to feel affection for people. That's entirely on you. Now, this is normally where I would read your leadership questions, feedback, etc. But somebody is slacking right now. I didn't get any questions this week, so don't forget, email me at timelesspod at or simply comment on this entry in Substack, and I'd be happy to answer whatever questions you have or enter a debate with you. I don't care, but it would be great to hear from you. Like you know, show me some affection. In the meantime, I hope you show your affection for the people in your lives, and in the week ahead, I hope your actions inspire other people to learn more, dream more, do more, and become more. It's the true hallmark of a timeless leader. Our music is Americana Aspiring by Kevin MacLeod. I'm Scott Monty. Thanks, and I'll see you on the internet.